Well, the Lightning extended their series lead to a staggering 3 nothing lead in, in the series against the Florida Panthers on the verge of a sweep tonight. We'll talk about yesterday's game in which the Lightning started off strong early and piled it on and played great defense. We'll talk all that more, but first, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Just a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online where the game starts. And we'd also like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. If you're listening to us on an audio platform, and if you're on YouTube watching us, thank you for making us your first watch of the day. So on this episode, we're talking about the 5-1 win yesterday afternoon, which Lightning took a commanding 3-0 lead in this series. And this team continues as as well as they're playing. Uh, and, And we all know how capable they were of playing at this high of a level. That's why it was so frustrating throughout the whole entire regular season as well as throughout the entire Maple Leaf series that's why it was a little frustrating to kind of see them falter and and not play up to their true potential as we've seen them but you know what they've picked uh what what a good time to to affect to 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 finally play and to finally show up uh in the way they have uh the story of this game was really defense Uh, I know they put five goals on the on the board but really what it comes down to was great defense uh clogging up shooting lanes, clogging up passing lanes, doing a very good job of blocking shots. Uh, They had 19 block shots in this game, 33 hits as opposed to the Panthers putting up 45. But a lot of that has to do with, and we've seen this not only from the Panthers, but we've seen this from other teams, uh, especially in the Maple Leaf series, where once the game starts to kind of get away from you, uh, and, and that you start to realize that you can't keep up with this Tampa team. You start to kind of be a little bit more physical, and that's when people could get hurt. And thankfully, nobody was really hurt for the most part in this game. Uh, there was a couple of instances. Uh, Nick Paul uh, looked like he injured his left side at one point in the game. He was kind of laboring uh, throughout the course of the game, really favoring it. So hopefully that's not something that we need to worry about uh, in tonight's game. Um other than that, really, the the the, the concerns from the the uh, the last game in Game Two, where we saw five different Lightning players uh, enter to the tunnel, Steven Stamkos being one of those, going back and forth to the dressing room multiple times throughout the course of the game. It seemed like none of these guys had an issue uh, that lingered from there, so that's a good sight to see. Uh, but in this game, like I said, uh, fantastic play from all around. I tweeted it last night that really, uh, even though we had Andre Vasilevsky, Corey Perry, uh, and Nikita Kucherov, who who all played spectacular in this game and were the three stars of the game. Uh, Eric Chernak, one goal, uh, four four blocks, and and, and three hits. Uh, fantastic game uh, out of him. And, and I've always said it in the past, and, and you really see, start to see it in the playoffs now with the Lightning starting to get a lot more offensive involvement out of their blue liners uh, that – Really, what it comes down to is that when this team, when you get everybody involved, especially your 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 decor uh, on the offensive side of things, uh, that really opens up the ice, especially uh, 
it, throughout this series. You've seen uh, <clears throat> contributions from Ryan McDonough, Victor Hedman, Eric Chernak, uh, and you'll start to see more more. You saw an assist from Mikhail Sergachev here as well. So you know that really that really that involvement really opens up the ice for a lot of things, and that's why you see Nikita Kucherov playing as well as he is too. I mean, obviously his ability to go ahead and, and create chances for himself, uh, you know, that shows us to why he's an elite player. But at the end of the day, uh, I don't think he would have as many chances if it weren't for that decor uh, opening up the ice and allowing him to kind of have as much space as possible. Uh, one of the things I really want to talk about in this game that I'm almost surprised because usually this warrants a a suspension or some sort of action um, from the league. And, and what I'm referring to <clears throat> is Brandon Hagel's cross-checking on E2 Lusterayan uh, in the first period. Uh, it was a little bit of a weird play, uh, if you don't remember. Uh, they were going for the puck down by the boards. Uh, it looked like Lusterayan was already starting to lose his balance. Uh, but at the same time, he was trying to brace himself. And then at the last minute, about right as he gets to the end line, uh, Brandon Hagel uh, cross-checks him where they – originally, I believe the call was was a, a major, and then they downgraded it to a two-minute minor, which was very interesting because if you look at the replay – um, and, and I guess the the reasoning as to why they downgraded because it, it was more so that Lusterainen was already losing control of himself, uh, and and I guess the reasoning was that they thought that he was that the play was going to result that way regardless. Um, but I have to say the the not only the Lightning but Brandon Hagel are are very fortunate that that was only a five minute uh, that was only a two minute minor and not a five-minute game misconduct, which uh, would have seen Hagel gone for the remainder of the game, possibly be suspended for tonight, as well as uh, the Panthers being on a penalty, a power play for five minutes. Uh, this power play actually resulted in the Panthers' only goal of the game, as well as their first power play goal of the playoffs. And I was thinking to myself when I, when I was watching that was that and the why and why this is so important is because that's the kind of play the Panthers go on a five minute major. They score a couple of goals. The game is pretty much, you know, that's the kind of thing that that changes a game uh, on a dime real quick. And maybe that was part of the reason why, you know, even though they did look at the, uh, the replay up in Toronto, maybe that's the reason why the refs changed their, uh, their opinion. But at the same time, I, I I think this is super lucky because every time I look at it, it doesn't look any better in terms of the result of the play. I'm not saying that there was any, you know, intent to injure, and maybe that was part of it uh, as to why the play was only downgraded was downgraded to a minor. Uh, there wasn't any intent to injure, and that's not Brandon Hagel's game anyway. But I would assure you, probably in a in a regular season game, I think Hagel's getting the boot from the game for that. Um, that's just one of those things where, especially during the regular season, uh, the refs definitely want to nip that in the butt as soon as possible. And, and you kind of saw after the, the, the opposite from this, 
you saw the Panthers laying some really hard hits on Hagel. And I think, you know, for the most part, the Lightning did a good job of not getting sucked into stupid penalties. Usually uh, over, you know, the past past couple of weeks, uh, especially in that light, uh, that, that Leaf series, you, you would have seen the Lightning take some really bad penalties as a response. But I think they understood in the moment that they had the Panthers on the ropes, that the big hits were going to come, whether it be for Hagel or for anybody else on the team regardless. So I, I think really what the mindset from this team was, was, you know what, let's just deal with it because we got the Panthers on the ropes. We're playing really well right now. Let's not give them any chances to get back into this game nor this series. So uh, pretty smart and, and pretty shows like a le- shows a level of, of class and, and just the, the veteran presence that's on this team for the wherewithal for guys on this team to be like, let's just let's just continue to play and beat them that way. Let's let's not get sucked into stupid penalties. And this team's already scored a power play goal. Let's not let's not try and, and give them any more chances to get back in this series because they are still the Presidents Trophy winners. And and definitely uh, you don't want to give those guys a chance uh, to get back and things or get any momentum there. So you know, really smart response there from the Lightning shows really what kind of mindset they're in right now. They're just in it to win it. They're not looking to make a statement in terms of playing the little mind games here and there. They're looking at the long-term goals. And we'll we'll continue to talk about that. We'll continue to talk about the the style of play that we saw from this game that has slowly been evolving over the last couple of weeks. Because the Lightning, like I said uh, a couple of episodes ago, that this was, you know, usually see this level of play from Tampa in the final. And, and but now that we're seeing it in the second round of the playoffs shows that, you know, they're they're in the zone and, and which makes them a very difficult team and dangerous team to play against uh, tonight, as well as, you know, a potential next series, because the series is not over yet. But uh, definitely, you know, if this team continues to play on, which we fully expect them to do at this point, they got a 3-0 series lead. Uh, I could see them, um, you know from this style of play will definitely be giving them a, a huge chance at a three P, but we'll talk all about that as things unfold. But yes, we'll talk about this style of play uh, just a little bit, but first we're going to talk about our first sponsor of the day and take a break. And our first sponsor is athletic greens. Now I had COVID a couple of weeks ago and it was super tough, super just draining. And, and but I decided that I needed to stay healthy. I needed to, take all the vitamins and nutrients I can to stay healthy. So once I got back from COVID, I could still, I could feel normal. And I did, I did a great job by doing that by our friends at Athletic Greens sending me a couple of uh, powders. And, and the best part about Athletic Greens is that it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you're vegan, paleo, vegan, uh, keto, dairy-free or gluten, uh, this is for you. You could take it. It contains one less gram of sugar, no GMOs or no tasty chemicals or artificial. I start my day off with it and it feels like I had seven cups of coffee, but without the jitteriness. So that shows you how it it leaves you feeling healthy and energized. And the best part about it is that, especially in today's economy where everything is going up, it costs less than $3 a day for this stuff. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all those different supplements yourself. And it's recommended by athletes, trusted by leading health experts. So go to Athletic Greens right now because they're making it super easy for you to invest in your your health. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Take ownership of over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So if you're listening to us on an audio platform, you're coming right back and joining us from the break. So we're talking about the style of play that the Lightning have been exhibiting over the last couple of weeks. Now, we spoke about it in the early stages, the first, I would guess, I, I would probably say the first four games of that Leaf series where the Lightning were still trying to find that, I would say, almost that playoff identity. What I, what I mean by that is that, and we've spoken about it quite a bit on the show leading up to the playoffs and, and over the last couple of years as well, is that teams evolve throughout the course of the playoffs, you know, as 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 they go from series to series, they they learn what works, what doesn't work, uh, what works for all teams, what only works for certain teams. And f- the one thing you could see from this Lightning team over the last three playoff runs is opportunistic scoring, which, I mean, that goes for any team in the playoffs, not just Tampa. I mean, that's really the, one of the secrets. Not really a secret, but one of the keys – uh key factors to 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 having success in the playoffs but the thing that you've seen that's consistent from this lightning team other than the depth that's been hugely spoken about and i'm not going to go into that because we've spoken about it a ton uh how this team from the first line down to the fourth uh as well as their their defensive core and all that uh everybody has is a threat on any given night to score but the thing that we could see from this team and, and what they've already started, what they've already mastered, and you're starting to see it now, especially in this series, and it's really the reason why the Panthers have really had a hard time with this Lightning team was that their ability to clog up the, the shooting lanes and play physical, but with not overextending themselves. I think this Lightning team is one of the best in the league at it. Sometimes I've spoken about it throughout the course of a season where that almost backfires on them in a certain way because what this team likes to do, they know they're good at playing physical. They know they could handle any style of hockey. But what it comes down to is that sometimes the Lightning like to almost focus too much on that and then that takes away from other aspects of their game, which could eventually, you know, bite them in the butt, which we, we saw that sort of kind of in the Maple Leaf series. Uh, and, and a lot of that has to do it over the, over the course, especially in the first round of playoffs, you know, um, we, like, like I've said numerous times that playing in the regular season, as opposed to playing in the playoffs, totally different mindsets, a lot less scoring. Usually uh, we didn't see that much in those, in, in the Leaf series. We haven't seen that, you know, in the first, I believe game or so of that out, uh, battle of Alberta series, but, if you look at at least the first three games of this Lightning Panther series, uh, the Lightning have really focused on a lot of things that you could tell are not only inhibiting the Panthers from from playing their brand of game, but frustrating them. They're, this team is openly frustrated. Now, if you look at game one for the Lightning, 30 hits, 16 blocks. Now, if you go over to game two, 35 hits, 24 blocks. Now, if you go to last night's game, uh, 33 hits, 19 blocks. Now, the the common factor is that 
the lightning are only laying the body or or putting up hits when the game calls for it. Now, usually what we see on this lightning team, and this is why they've struggled at certain points in the season, is they tend to, like I said, overextend themselves, uh, play maybe sometimes too physical, and then that doesn't allow you to set up your offensive attack. And the Lightning have done a fantastic job of establishing their offensive attack uh, early on, uh, playing disciplined very early on. And I said for the Game 3 preview uh, that the Panthers were going to come out playing super physical. They were going to come flying around. They were going to try and overwhelm the Lightning relatively quickly. And the Lightning in those moments, even whether it be game three early on or at certain sequences throughout the course of these last three games, the Lightning have done a fantastic job of weathering the storm. And that is something that really has been the deciding factor alongside their physical play Uh, and, and being able to focus on all the aspects of the game and 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 what i've stressed a lot during the leaf series playing the doing the little things that lead up to the big sequences so you know to put it to put it put it simple in that leafs game leaf series where the lightning at times looked outclassed or overwhelmed what it came down to was that the lightning were trying to jump before they even learned how to walk now in this series what they're doing is that they're getting off to a, a a nice jog and then they're building themselves up and that's how it's supposed to be done. And that's really what the lightning, it, that's why they're makes them such a dangerous team in which I, and, it, and it's such a, once you get the feel of it and you could tell once they got the feel of it, it's super easy to replicate. And which is why I think tonight um, I would not be shocked if the lightning went tonight and sweep the, the Panthers. A lot of that also has to do with the Panthers have just not looked good throughout this entire series. Uh, it's been very well documented that the, that the Panthers have just absolutely been terrible on the power play that they're in game three of the second series. Uh, and they just pick up their first power play goal, which is, you know, not a recipe uh, for long-term success. You know, we've we've spoken about how the Lightning have struggled on the power play as well, going 0 for 2 yesterday uh, and and 1 for 3 in game 2. And then, you know, 3 for 6 in in game 1, which was a little bit of an anomaly, which you don't see often from a team, especially the Lightning, going 50% on the power play on a given night. So, you know, that's when you know the opposing team has just struggled on the PK. So, but yeah, Lightning are rolling on all cylinders, doing a fantastic job. playing all aspects of the game to almost perfection. You know, the numbers might not show it. You know, there, there's oftentimes, and, and I've said, you know, the numbers don't say, they, they don't speak for everything all the time. Uh, but yeah, the Lightning ha- are playing probably the best brand of hockey. We've seen them play all season long, and and we don't see them play like this until they've gotten to the cup finals the last couple of years. So, which is why, you know, unless... New York or Carolina or something absolutely nuts happens in this series. If if one of the these three teams um, turns it on against the Lightning, Lightning, which I don't see because I fully expect the Rangers and the and the Hurricanes to kind of beat up on each other and, and kind of be gassed out by the time they run into Tampa, which I think everybody's afraid of. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about tonight's game in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk our, about our last sponsor of the day and hit a, hit a break, and that is Bet Online. 
Now, our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even NFL futures. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So if you're on YouTube, you're staying right here. If you're listening to us on an audio platform, you're coming back from the break. Uh, if you want to keep track of all the news surrounding the show, uh, please go ahead and give us a follow on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And also give us a follow on our YouTube page. It's been absolutely blowing up the last couple of weeks. All Thanks to you, the listeners, or I guess now the watchers. Uh, so thank you for doing that. Hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. And also drop a like down below. It helps us reach more fans and listeners uh, and just grows on YouTube. And if you want to give me a follow on Twitter, that will be Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. I've been told that I do not. Uh, some people, have my, my because of my accent, it sounds... Something other than the, the the number eight. So I'll repeat that once again. It's D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Uh, go ahead and give me a follow. If you want to tweet to me questions uh, for upcoming episodes, go ahead and do that. I love hearing from all of you. So talking about tonight's game, now, I don't see the lightning. Obviously, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I don't see them deviating much from, from the plan. They're going to go out there and they're going to, they're going to play physical, but they're not going to overexert themselves. They're going to play within the rules. They're not going to get sucked into stupid penalties. Uh, and, and that's the way that they got to play, especially in this kind of game where you're going to see a desperate Panthers team. Now, I'm sure some of the the quotes in the in, in the news or in the media from this Panthers team have been like, you know, we just all it starts is with one one game or, you know, one of those cliches where they're talking about where they're trying to make themselves really look just like they're calm and they're not worried at all about this. But listen, it's a whole different animal. Once the puck, the puck drops, you're going to see a very desperate team. You're going to see a team that is going to be more physical in this game than we have seen all series. And these are the kind of games that worry me, especially when it comes with Tampa, just because we've seen this throughout the course of this season. And I, yes, I just got done saying how this team is different and, and they need, and they just need to not get sucked and and sucked into stupid, doing stupid things and putting themselves in precarious situations. But when it comes down to it is that in the flow of the game, in the, the heat of the moment, we might see guys retaliate and, and that is something that the lightning can't do, you know? Uh, and I'm sure John Cooper and, and Steven Stamkos and a lot of the other leaders on this team will reiterate that, that point is that let's not, let's just play within our game. Uh, let's not get sucked into the little stupid things. Uh, give this, let's not give any life to this team or any chance of them to come back. And, and make a series out of this. Let's let's just take care of it at home tonight, and then let's get in a little extra rest and wait for the winner of New York and and Carolina. And, and, and I think that's really you, really all the cards are in your favor in terms of winning tonight. You know, if you could just do that, go out there and execute. Uh, you have a hot goaltender out there who who has played absolutely fantastic. 
who has really come into his own over the last couple of weeks. And, and really, I don't see any team down the line, whether it's in the Eastern Conference or even in the Western Conference, uh, coming out and 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 being able to to match uh, Basileski, any goaltender actually on on any side, being able to match that performance, which. Obviously, when you have the best goaltender in the world, uh, that gives you a lot of advantage right there, just alone. But you know, you bring that winning mentality, you bring you bring that experience that this team has had. I just don't see uh, a reason as to or or any any explanation as to why the Lightning can't go the distance once again. I know that's a little bit of a, maybe a bold statement, but when you look at how this team is playing, especially going into tonight's game where I fully expect um, and, and I'm not saying this as any disrespect towards the Panthers, because I firmly believe they're going to come out and do whatever they can to score. And you're really going to see them dig deep tonight. But at the same time, I would, I would expect at a tonight's game to be almost a identical performance as to what we've seen yesterday and in previous games i'm expecting to be a 4-1 win uh possibly a shutout win from basileski because he's looked that good over the last couple of games and yeah i I mean this team is rolling right now and the fact that they're doing this without braden point when you're missing a guy like that down the middle uh who has the ability he has to 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 do the things he does uh and change the game in, in a matter of seconds um it's really incredible to see them playing like this. And like I said, it goes back to what we spoke about earlier uh, in the episode is that the defensive core really coming out big and, and, and really being more involved in offensive sequences as well as having guys like Corey Perry, who has scored in three straight games, uh, guys like Nikita Kucherov, who just on a nightly basis has continued to just amaze lightning fans as well as hockey fans alike. Um, when you have those three factors uh, in your back pocket, I mean, that's why this Lightning team is on the verge of sweeping the best team, at least during the regular season, uh, in a best in a best of seven series. So uh, this team is going to continue to roll unless they they forgot within the last 24 hours how to play hockey, which I highly doubt. Um, but yeah, we'll expect a 4-1 win tonight and the lightning to be able to relax and recuperate because we all know after especially the style of play that they've been playing over the last couple of games blocking shots uh getting the scrums here and there receiving big hits especially in yesterday's game uh they're gonna need to sit on a couple of bags of ice in the meantime and and like i said once again going forward go ahead and give us a follow on our social media media pages at lo underscore lightning on twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on instagram Give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Go ahead and tweet to me or the show. Any questions for upcoming episodes and go ahead and give us a follow on our YouTube page as well uh, and drop a like uh, and a subscription as well and turn off that notification bell as soon as... uh, so, So as soon as the newest episode drops, you'll be notified. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.